Hi, I'm Ariel. Hi, I'm Bethany. We're sisters and Asian American millennials bringing you the AMB Tova House podcast every week. Come hang out with us while we talk about topics that catch our interest, the Asian American experience, and everything in between. Welcome to the pod. Hey, yo. Hey, Jia. Morning. Good morning. I feel like both of us sound like have like sleeping voices still. Yeah. Well, it's pretty early, especially because like I was up late last night and then my sister, it's just earlier, an hour earlier there. So yeah, we sound so sleepy. I know we sound really sleepy. We are so tired, but we are so dedicated to the podcast. (laughs) We are so dedicated. You have no idea. I'm up. I'm up so early. It's it's a weekend. It's and I woke up at before seven to get ready and set up. And here we are. It's seven fourteen a.m. here in St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> oh my goodness, Jia. And Bethany just told me a hilarious story about Krishna getting home really late last night and not like he took the wrong keys to go out. And so he got back at like three something in the morning and it couldn't get in the apartment. And so he slept in the car outside. <laughs> Bethany saw his message at like 4.30 a.m. and then run, ran out to go save him. <laughs> he didn't even tell his friends. Like he told his friends that he couldn't find his keys and that he was locked out the apartment. But then like I let him in because he was embarrassed. And I was like, don't be embarrassed. It's just funny. Well, what? Oh, he's so cute. (laughs) He cracks me up. Okay. Yeah, we don't have any week updates because I feel like this episode will be like pretty chatty and long. So let's just dive right in. Okay. Um, So this episode this week is about our friendships. Mm -hmm. And um, just a lot of things about how we are as friends. um, How do we make friends? And do we attract the type of friends that we actually want to have, et cetera, et cetera, all of those fun things. Yeah, I feel like we could talk, or at least I know I could talk forever about this topic because, I don't know, it's just like so hard these days. We got like multiple questions from multiple people like, about specifically how do you make friends especially now that we're like not in school and we're older we're working and like especially in this time frame with COVID kind of winding down and like working from home for long periods of time like how do you even meet friends outside of work um, as an adult just like later in life when you're not surrounded by people your same age so We'll definitely talk about that. But to start it off, yo, do you want to tell everyone, I guess, what are the things that you look for when you're making friends? Like if you went into a totally new situation, like a new job or like you're going to college and you're at orientation, what kind of person would like catch your eye that you would be like, ooh, I want to make friends with that person? Um, I think that's hard because... Like, if we're saying, like, you gave, like, a college situation, I was not necessarily the best friend maker in college. I would say I've grown a lot about, like, how I look for friends and how I make friends now. 
Um, but back in college, I honestly was like, anybody who shows any interest in me, please, please be my friend. <laughs> like just like anybody. I was like, I was so desperate, like Cashew, where she'll literally just like lie on the floor in front of Kona, which is Lauren and uh, Taylor's cat. And she'll just like wiggle her body so intensely. And she's just like literally begging Kona. She's like, please, Kona, play with me. Like, play with me, Kona. That's me, but like with friends. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I was not really good at making friends in college because I just didn't really know what to look for and how to attract the type of people that I want to be friends with. Um, thankfully, like I came out of college with like really good friends. I think I just got really lucky, but I think now I'm definitely a lot better about like being selective. Um, yeah, I was talking about this similar thing with mom when she was here. Um, I think it was mom, but I think we were saying how like up until college, neither of us really had to really learn how to make friends because like, I guess we made friends in school, but I think I mentioned this in a different podcast when I was talking about like pros and cons of church and stuff or like growing up in that community. And I was like, yeah, I didn't really feel like I had to worry that much about school friends because I always had like my church friends. So I wasn't feeling the pressure of like, let me make let me like initiate and like be really proactive about making friends in school. Do you, do you feel like that's yeah. right? Yeah, I do feel, I feel like that because especially because we had like a fallback of church friends, it was really easy to become complacent in our friend making. And then when college came around, I think that translated and we didn't have a backup at that point. So we were not great at it. Yeah, I just felt like in school, I just had a lot of friends that we were friends because we were just all doing the same things. And it was, I didn't have to like be intentional and be like trying to make friends because it was just like, oh, we're in class together or like we're in band together or orchestra together. Like you're just like, I see you literally every day and then we just chat and we were friends and then like for me I was like really focused on boyfriends and whatever at the time so like I think even the friends that I already had I would neglect them because I was so focused on like that part of my life and like all my friends gave me shit for that I know it's bad guys and like literally every single one of my friends has given me shit for it and still gives me shit for it to this day so don't tell me I'm bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah. Um. So I really try hard not to do that anymore. And pri- I really try hard to prioritize my friends. Anyways. So, yeah, I think that we just never learned. And then once I got to college, like, I think I had the same thing as you. I was just like, what? How do I? What do I do? Like, what do I even do? And I feel like that's why, like, when we had our college episode, we talked about how much we struggled in college, like, not having friends and stuff. Um. But I guess if I had to say, like, what I look for, I think what I look for now has really changed from what I look for before, what I looked for before. Like, what about now? Like, what would you look for now, you think? So I think the main difference of what I look for is um, back then in college when we're just, like, 
even before college, I would literally be so desperate. Like anybody, anybody at all, please be friends with me. Like I will be your best friend ever, but like you could just like look in my direction and I'll be pleased. Um, mm-hmm. But now I think the most important thing for me is a two-way friendship, which I think a lot of people might not have because I know a lot of people that are like me and they give and give and give so much, but they're not really receiving as much in the friendship um, just because like they want a friend. And so they're willing to give up more than to find somebody who equally wants to be their friend as badly. Mm -hmm. And I think now I really look for that and I'll like put my feelers out to like multiple people um, like trying to initiate like a friendship. But if like maybe some of them get back to me and they're like enthusiastic versus like others who like keep kind of pushing me off. Um, Obviously like I just go for the people that want to like be friends with me as well. And versus back then when I would just like keep pushing and pushing and pushing until maybe that person would want to hang out with me, even if they keep pushing me off or like putting other things in front of wanting to be friends with me, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, that's definitely the biggest thing that I look for now. That's so funny because, like, when I asked a question, my, like, what I was thinking of when I asked a question was, like, what, like, physical traits would, like, kind of pique your interest in somebody? Like, not at all, like, you know, how they are as a person or how they respond to you when you initiate. Um, so I just think it's really funny, like, my intention of the question and how you answered it because I feel like that really reflects how we are as people kind of I feel like I can be really superficial sometimes and can be really judgmental of people like just from how I perceive them visually like what they look like or how they present themselves or how they're acting like within other people like whatever setting that we're in like if we're at a party or if we're at like a college orientation or whatever I'm super picky about stuff like that and so I think that's what really stood in my way in college especially and so now like the the older I get the more I'm like okay I need to stop being judgmental like that and be more open to talking to and getting to know lots of different people because you never know what kind of person you're going to hit it off with and like the more people I meet I don't know if you've kind of had the same experience but the more people I meet and get to know the more I feel like you don't know what your type is just by looking at somebody like you don't know who you're going to be friends with at all based on how they might look to you initially so I really try now to like not be superficial like that or judgmental and I think that's helped a lot um so yeah if for people who are asking you know how do you even make friends now I think that's an important big step if you feel that you might have a similar outlook to me that you can be more judgmental and superficial in the beginning stages of friendship um so okay what kind of friend are you you kind of alluded to this already you're a hundred percent a person that like always just like gives and gives and gives and gives but like how else would you describe yourself as a friend so I think the type of friend that I am has also changed as well because so I I do think it's interesting that you were talking about physical aspects of like looking for a friend and 
I think that maybe in the past I used to do that because like, you know, you want cool friends, like you want like fun looking friends, but like you said, you really don't know what kind of a person they are based on the package they come in. So you gotta be really open-minded. And I think because I'm starting to focus on less of the superficial and more of like how they react to me initially, um, I've learned to be, oh my God, hold on. <clears throat> okay, so I've learned to definitely be um, a more relaxed, laid back friend in general. I am a little bit over eager. Like I always initiate. I always want to like be extra. Like I just want to be like a really good friend. And then I didn't realize that being a really good friend doesn't necessarily necessarily mean like I have to do everything. Like I have to always like help them with stuff, like go out of my way to do things for them. Just like literally go the extra mile every single second of my life. And I think a really good example of that is with my best friend, Annie um, from middle school. So me and Annie are very, very different friends. We're, I think that she's like one of the best friends to me ever, which is why like we're still so close, but she never texts me back. Like I will text her and she will text me back a week later and say, oh, sorry, I forgot. But like, if we're, in, that's like, if we're in the different places but if we're in the same place she texts me back so fast because she also really wants to hang out but she just like has a busy life and so I like never fault her for not getting back to me but I'd be the type of person who'd be like text Annie like immediately the second she texts me back I'll text her back but now I think Annie can tell um my life is like super hectic and like I just don't know what's going on half the time and now I'm a little bit more like her where she's like showing me like oh it's fine like just text the back text the person back when you have time to text the person back like you don't have to be like oh my god I have to text them right away so they know that I'm still interested because if they want to be your friend they'll know that you're still interested and they are still interested as well so I think I'm a little bit more like Annie now where I'll take my time um I like will not just push everything in my life backwards just for my friend um, in that whatever moment, like obviously I will do things for my friends. I will always go the extra mile if they really need it, but I won't do it excessively. And I'll just like be a little bit more chill. So they know that they can't just like roll over me and I'm just not like, like I, I don't want to be steamrolled anymore as a friend. Yeah. Okay. No shade on Annie, but do you ever feel like, like, if I were in your shoes, like the way that you just described it, like I would personally feel like, oh, are am I just like a convenient friend for you? Or if like someone did that to me, I would kind of feel like, oh, like when you're in other places, like with other friends, like you hang out with them, then like when we're both like in our hometown and no one else is around and you know I'm free, like then you want to hang out. Like I would like, yeah, I guess it's different because I know that like I have it's kind of similar with Amy and Anupa but I just feel like even if like Amy's come came to like see me in Philly um and like and like I've we've she, we've gone to like see each other in other places and stuff and so if they did that to me all the time I would feel kind of upset about it do you ever feel that way or like have you ever thought about 
that. Like not specifically about Annie, just like in general, if someone was doing that to you all the time. Well, in Annie's case, like literally never because like, sorry to paint this, paint you in a bad light, Annie, but like Annie is not like that at all. Um, She never makes me feel like a convenient friend because she'll always just like call me out of the blue and want to talk and she visits me as well and I visit her. um, We definitely visit each other a, a lot, like surprisingly for the amount of times that I actually go and visit people it's not that often but I do like make sure to make time to like hang out with Annie because like I know that she wants to be my friend and um she always like she's just always there for me I can like ask her for anything call her up for anything she's like literally so supportive of me all the time um so yeah I've never felt like I'm just a convenient friend for her just because she's literally like such a great friend because she's just so loyal to the people that she loves and I love that about her but for other people like definitely I have felt like a convenient friend at times and I am no longer friends with a lot of those people Mm -hmm. because oh I guess that's something we should also talk about how do you cut people out of your life that you don't Mm want to be friends with anymore yeah friend breakups or like if someone friend breakups with you and you didn't see it coming like how do you handle it yeah you go first um I think for me it's I don't really find it difficult to cut people out like (laughs) maybe it's just my personality but like if like I'm pretty introverted in the first place like I don't have a lot of social energy to spend on people so if you're not invested in our friendship and I feel like I've given it a good shot like I will give people an honest fair like shot at being friends like I'm not just like really unfair and being like oh you didn't text me back right away like bye forever like I'm very willing to give people a long time to like figure it out and like see if we're friend material you know because like obviously I I want to have good friends too like I'm not just like I'm fine being by myself all the time right like I want to make friends so I like I have that period and then like I guess some of the red flags are just like things like we talked just talked about like convenient friends not like having a balanced relationship like you were saying like me feeling like I'm doing everything and they're not doing anything or like I'm just not a priority and they just like don't invest any like mental or energy into our friendship um and so at that point I I just I feel like it's easier with friends not to ghost but just like you just drift apart and then you just go your separate ways I don't like I'm not like sending a breakup text or anything like I would for a guy like you know people are always saying like oh ghosting is really bad it's like not really nice to the other person but being in a romantic relationship is just totally different I feel and you really owe it to that person to be like hey I'm no longer interested like um it was nice getting to know you that kind of thing and like having a really clean break off but I feel like for friends unless they really did something like a specific thing to really hurt you like they flirted with your boyfriend or they like stole something from you like it has to be like you know an an event and then you're like hey after this thing I really feel like we can't be friends then like obviously you have a discussion about it but if it's just like oh we're I just don't really feel like we're vibing like 
you just let it go. You just drift apart and it's like, whatever. Like to me, I'm like, I don't need people just around me. Like I'd rather have fewer friends than a lot of like random friends that I'm just trying to keep up with and like wasting my social energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've, um, I've had like a, quite a few friend breakups and I've also had like some drift apart friends, but I also agree. I, well, I don't know if you said this, but I think there's a bad stigma about friends drifting apart amicably because I think a lot of people, they do say like, oh, ghosting is bad, blah, blah, blah. But I think like when you are both headed in different directions and especially our generation now, when you go different places, like every few years, like you go somewhere for college, you go somewhere after college, you may move for your jobs, you move for like relationships, a lot of that stuff. You just aren't in the same place anymore. And you might not have the same interests if you like, grow different interests or you lose some old ones so if you like drift apart from some of your friends I don't think it's a bad thing either and I don't think that there needs to be such an in-depth conversation about it either I think like when sometimes friends drift apart it's okay you can just let it happen and it's not the fault of either party it's just Mm -hmm. it's like that's just life you just move on Um, But I've also had to have difficult conversations with people who took advantage of me as a friend. And I had to tell them like, hey, like, I don't think we should be friends anymore because you really hurt me in this way. Um, I've given you like so many chances, talked to you about it before, but you just keep making me feel like you don't, I'm not valued as a friend and you don't care about me. And I just think that, I can't be your friend anymore. Like we can part ways like now, but, and like, obviously I'll, I'll be nice to you. Like I'll say hi to you in the halls or I'll say hi to you whenever I see you around, but I just don't want you close to me in my life anymore. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it's definitely hard, but I think that you also need to self-evaluate if you do feel like someone is mistreating you as a friend then you have to decide like maybe you should cut that person out of your life and it's only a good thing for yourself like you do need to understand that it is your life like you're the one getting hurt from it and of course like it's good to care about others and their feelings but when you're getting hurt so badly in a friendship then you need to put yourself first and tell that person like no I can't do this anymore Yeah, I feel like that's definitely like what we're talking about right now. It's definitely more of a you thing than a me thing, because I feel like you're usually on the end of like, I need to do the friend breakup because I'm being taken advantage of because that's your personality that you're just like a giver and you end up being the one like doing everything in the relationship regardless. And for me, I'm usually on the other end because I tend to be more selfish or like, prioritize my own things more than my friends especially when I was younger and like not aware that I was that way and so I guess we could talk about the other side now like have you ever had a friend break up with you and on this topic of course I have to talk about the iconic Amy Slothauer and our big almost friend breakup that we had so 
a little background because they talk about Amy and Anupa a lot on the pod, but I don't know if we ever talked about like our friendship. They are like some of my most longtime friends. We met when uh, Bethany and I and our family moved to New Jersey and probably like around. So Amy lives like pretty much in the house that's like on the back of our backyard. So our backyards are like up against each other. And then Anupa is like kind of around the block from both of us so our houses are kind of like in a triangle and we would be we would have we had the same bus stop um so I don't know like how early we met but it was like pretty much the first time like you would have to ride a bus whatever that grade is I don't know when that would be yeah um and also we lived so close together so we probably met each other even before that just like hanging out the neighborhood like meeting other families and stuff so we were just there for a very long time. We kind of drifted apart after middle school, like going into high school, we separated into different friend groups. Like already in middle school, I was like kind of already in different friend groups. The two of them were in the same friend group. Um, and then in high school, we continued to drift apart more, um, but we were still like friendly and would chat, chat and like sometimes hang out. Um, but then we went off to college and before going off to college, like we hung out a little bit to like say bye and stuff and so freshman year of college like okay the date is literally on here I have it pulled up on my phone I went back in my Facebook messages to look up because Amy's literally iconic she is a Taurus queen she is not afraid of confrontation she literally sent me this huge long message Bethany can see it it's like so long here so long scrolling it continues. It's like paragraphs. Like, look how long it is. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And it was August 26, 2012. So I think I was already at college. I had moved in or something. Because mm-hmm. I remember getting this when I was in my dorm room. And I was, like, literally on the verge of tears because I was, like, oh, no, I fucked up so bad. I'm not going to read it, obviously, because it's private. But Amy basically was, like, I feel re- I felt really upset about the way we said goodbye like before leaving for college we've been really distant this past year and I was really looking forward to like bonding with you and hanging out one last time before we left for college but like all this stuff happened like I think I was hanging out with Sam and then like two of my two of me and Sam's guy friends came by to like say bye to us or whatever and ended up hanging out so then Amy was like I thought it was just gonna be like me you and Anupa or like me and you saying bye hanging out one last time we've been friends for so long and you couldn't even prioritize that and like all these other people came along like why couldn't you just set aside that time for me kind of vibe um and Anupa is like super like me non-confrontational and so she wasn't gonna say anything and I think Amy had talked to Anupa about it and was like Anupa had probably said something like it's fine like I'm mad about it too but sometimes friends just drift and that's fine. Like we'll come together eventually. And that's kind of my perspective too. But I thought it was so admirable of Amy to just be like, no, like we've been friends for so long and I want to stay friends. Like I want to be your friend. Like what is going wrong in our relationship right now? And do you still care about me because I still care about you? And so if you still do, I want you to know that I feel this way. And how can we fix it? How can we go forward and become better friends? And you know, not drift apart because I do care about you and I do want to be your friend. And I was just like, wow, Amy, I'm just so amazed by her. Like I would have never 
thought to do that, you know? And ever since that moment, I was just like, okay, I need to be a better friend because I'm the worst. (laughs) So I think it took that to really make me realize that about myself. And so this is why friends are like so important. They help you realize these things about yourself. And like, that was a big turning point in my life, like friendship wise. Shout out to Amy, confrontational queen. Yeah, I know. Like that's honestly, I I do remember when you were telling me about that and I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. I could never like, I was more to never just like sent like crazy paragraphs. Um, I wish I could be that good, but also like, I think I wasn't that great of a friend, like back in middle school as well. I was a little bit like you, like bouncing around and not really staying like solid to a lot of friends so I definitely drifted a lot from some friends as well um like Amy's younger sister Robin we're like friendly but like we definitely drifted and we never really had like our friend relive saga Mm -hmm. um maybe one day it'll happen but for now like we're definitely in like different places in our lives um but yeah I definitely think that I could have done that with some of my friends but instead of being the Amy I would have been the you and being like hey I'm sorry I was such a like bad friend mm-hmm. can I but like I still want to be your friend and can I be a better friend do you still want to be friends maybe I'll do that maybe I'll do that to some people that I still want to be friends with that's basically what I said to Amy I was just like I am just so sorry like of course I care about you of course I want to still be friends with you like let's figure it out and mm-hmm. that's kind of how we handled it. Um, and just like communicating a lot better with each other um, and my other friends in general has helped a lot. Just being like, what do you need from me as a friend? And like, I obviously like you're my friend and I want to do that for you. Um, and also expressing your own needs as a friend, especially for you, because I felt like you had a lot of difficulties with that earlier on. Um, so that's kind of like a really long rambly answer to what we look for in potential friends and I guess like friend breakups and things and what kind Mm -hmm. of friends we are and how we've changed through the years um so Krishna asked what if you don't even have friends (laughs) (laughs) Krishna cracks me up he's so funny he's so Um, funny he's like asking for myself and I'm like you have a lot a lot of friends Krishna what are you talking about Okay, I'm going to maybe, okay, we'll answer his question, but then we'll also segue into a different question that I think is relevant for maybe, I think mostly guys, but can also be relevant to girls as well, is Mm -hmm. how do you stay friends over long distances? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of guys definitely struggle with that. And then, so maybe they feel like they don't have long-term friends because they don't keep in touch. So what do you do if you have no friends at all? Um, So yeah, I felt like that was me in Boston. And I was like, I have no friends. No one wants to be my friend. What do I do? What do I do? And I basically like latched on to one person that was nice to me in orientation. And I just kept asking them to hang out with me. And then they became my friend. And that friend is Dustin. And then Dustin's roommate, Dan, became my friend much later on, though, because I don't know why. I don't know what Dan was doing that he didn't want to be friends earlier because that was rude. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Both of us, like, we didn't 
we just like didn't catch our friend vibe until later on. Um, but then, you know, I think when you don't really have friends, it sucks a lot because you just feel really alone, especially mm-hmm. if you don't have like family or support system nearby. And um, I've definitely struggled with this feeling a lot back in college, especially. And I think that you just got to take it one day at a time and slowly like join more events, like sit next to people in classes. Um, I guess that's like a very college thing, but if you are not in college and you are not in school, it's really difficult. We can talk about that a little bit more mm-hmm. later with our question, like how do you um, make friends like as a working adult or just like being adult and somewhere new. But yeah, if you don't have like any friends in school and stuff, I think that's honestly much easier because you just need to put yourself in different situations where you will meet mm-hmm. new people and just continue to meet new people until you find people that will like respond to you wanting to be friends with them. Yeah, just like do lots of different activities. And I think for people who are more introverted like me, like push yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone to initiate and put yourself out there because I think it'll go a long way because people, everyone is just like looking for connection. Like it's just a human thing like we all want to have connection with other humans and so if you're showing that you're open to it and interested then people will respond to that um and I think people are more likely to respond to that than you think they are um if you're like introverted and a little bit more pessimistic you might have like a really negative view of like oh people just aren't interested they don't want to be my friend but just try and be open-minded and put yourself out there out of your comfort zone and people will respond more than you think they will um also like you can't have too many friends people just like sometimes will make it seem like they don't want to make any new friends and I'm like why don't you want a new friend like I would be a good friend (laughs) and they just like make it seem like oh I already have enough friends it's like you really can't have enough friends they're just more people to love so I agree but also disagree because yeah the more the merrier I always think that but also like when you start getting older you realize like you don't have that much time to give to people and so you want to give that the time that you have to the people that you already care about and want to maintain relationships with um, instead of like putting that energy towards like new relationships with people that might not even be in your life or whatever. Like I think someone was talking about like, oh, once you hit a certain age, if you calculate out how much free time you have and like how much time you'll actually have to see your parents, it's like not that much because maybe you live apart from them and then you visit them only on the holidays or something. So if you calculate it out, like you might only see them for like a few years time or less than a few years time out of the whole rest of your life, which is so crazy to think about. So he was like, knowing that you should use the time that you have to spend that time with the people that you love and care about in your life, like maintain your friendships, maintain your, all your different relationships and, you know, invest that time and energy wisely, you know? And so that kind of goes into the next question that you were talking about, which is like, how do we maintain friendships? How do we keep friends once we make friends? I think you just like need to find something that works for the both of you and communicate that ahead of time. 
for example, um, I've communicated to a lot of my friends recently. I'm just like, sorry, like my life is really hectic. I'm just like so lost. I feel just like I don't know what's going on in my life. And it may take me a little bit extra to get back to you or to remind you that like I care about you, that I, I'm like still alive. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> so I tell them that and they're like so so kind about they're always like oh my god of course like if you just want to chat just call me up let's discuss like um whatever you need so I think different phases of different people like of your life you just need to communicate what is going on and what you can give and what you need back and um what you can do for the other person as well I think it's really, really important because like some of my friends it works well for us to do like calls every few weeks other friends it's like you just text and the other person will text back when they can that kind of thing or some of my friends if we're closer by we'll make time to go and see one another like me and Maylee do that a lot like where she'll come here and we'll never go home like I'll see her so I think you just have to communicate a lot which is definitely key number one and just don't forget about don't forget about people if you care about them like you won't forget about them but still like sometimes like when life gets really crazy it is easy to forget about people that aren't right there so you definitely need to remember to remember them as well it does take effort for sure yeah it definitely takes effort especially for like someone like me who I'm very go with the flow and I'm not like a very regimented like oh like I remember everyone's birthday and I get them a present. Like I'm not that kind of person. So for me, it means making the effort to like, okay, I need to write down everyone's birthday. I'm going to put it in my calendar and so, and put a little alarm so that when the day comes, I get a notification on my phone that it's that person's birthday so that I can at least like wish them. Um, and like, kind of like whenever I send a birthday thing I usually will like write a little thing about like how much I appreciate that person I think it's really nice because whenever it's my birthday and someone does that for me I really like it so that's usually what I do for other people and then I totally agree with you when you said communicate always communicate your needs always ask them what their needs are because not everybody knows how to communicate their needs so you need to ask them like I remember when I was I think in middle school or early high school one of my really good friends, um, Vivian, we were like super, super, super close. Like we hung out all the time. Like she, she also went to church with me. Like we would hang out like multiple days on the weekends because we would see each other a lot um, at church. And I don't know, we were like super close at the time. It was like one of those friendships that like you make friends and it's just like you're inseparable. Like you do everything together and you just feel like hive mind. Like we have the same brain. We like all the same things. You're so cool. Like, uh, like, I don't know. We were just like together, like all the time. And at one point when we started, like not even drifting, she just got upset at me because I'm the worst texter on planet earth. And she was like, are we even friends? Like she got upset at me. She was like, I feel like we're like drifting apart or like we're not as close friends or whatever. And I was like, I was so stunned. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, we're literally so close. We hang out all the time. Like we do like everything on the weekend together. Like I don't understand. And she was like, yeah. Cause like you don't text me back ever. And it makes me feel like 
we're not friends because like if we're friends like you would text me back like pretty quickly or whatever and I was like I had no idea like I didn't do that with any of my other friends but I was like now that I know that I'm gonna text you back like real fast because like I I like being friends with you <laughs> and we're friends. so I like sometimes people don't know like you can't expect people to read your mind what you as a friend want so if you feel like there's some kind of dissonance or discrepancy of like how you how close you feel to them and how they're acting like maybe they just don't know so just like tell them be like hey what's up like can we like maybe talk more often or like text more often or whatever you need and also the other thing that I like to do is like have some sort of routine that's set with that person like Amy and Anupa and I have like a set book exchange that we do every year around Christmas time like the holidays and it's a tradition that we've done like since we've gone to college um and I love 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 that tradition because we have a set time that we know that we are going to hear and probably see each other it's a little more weird now because like Amy's in LA and Anupa's in New York and I'm in Missouri lol but um it's a set time that we check in with each other send each other a gift like a thing that we all love which is books and you know, it's like really nice to have that little anchor point. Um, and then for other friends, like you might not need that. Like Sam, for example, she's like super spontaneous and she'll just call me like whenever she's bored or like wants to chat about something. She'll just like FaceTime me randomly without giving me any warning. <laughs> and usually I hate that, but for her, it's fine because I know that that's how our relationship is. And I appreciate her doing it because she just check in with me and I don't feel like pressure to have to check in with her. Like, I just know that she's probably going to reach out before I do. So then we just have a really long chat whenever I'm free. So people are different just the way you're different from everyone else. So just figure out what people like and want and then do that for them because you love them. And our besties are literally like life-saving. So yeah, hard question how do you make friends as an adult and how do you make friends as a working adult honestly someone tell us because we don't know (laughs) agree I literally have no idea like yeah I'm a working adult right now but Krishna's not he's in school so I just make friends with all of his school friends Mm -hmm. so I took the easy way out but I think once he like graduates school and goes to residency Okay, like, maybe that would be fine as well because, like, people there are his age and then I'll just, like, force them to be my friend as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I got really lucky in that respect. But, like, you know, once Christian, like, really starts working and, like, who knows where we're going to be moving around for that and, um, like, if we'll be in a place where I already have, like, a little bit of a support friendship. But, yeah, that'll be hard. Somebody please tell us. I think the only thing that I really know is, like, mutual friends literally yeah mutual friends everywhere you find a friend that knows a friend where you are and then you're like hey can you make us friends just like introduce us and then we'll hang out like I actually did that for one of my Philly friends her name's Mira I love Mira she is so cool she's literally she's literally so cool um so my friend Aubrey I met her in Boston we did barista together at Cafe Nero (laughs) and we just hit it off like we were friends day one like so inseparable we wanted to do all our shifts together but obviously we don't get to pick 
but when we did it was like literally a party at work it was so fun then when I moved from Boston and I came to Philly Aubrey was like hey my best friend Mira she lives in Philly like we should all hang out and then we did Aubrey came to visit Mira and then we all the three of us hang out and now because Aubrey's in Boston um she'll come every so often to like see Mira it's really nice to see her when she's here um but I hope that I can go to back to Boston to visit her soon but no I mean Mira hang out like I just saw her the other day we went to the Morris Arboretum it was so cool and yeah Mira's like one of my good friends now I feel because she's just I feel like mutual friends turn out to be such good friends because you already know that your friend likes them so Mm -hmm. you don't really have to like do the whole yeah they're like they're like vetted already yeah like you're like oh my good friend who I love and trust and like I know what type of person they like like they like this person so like they must be good in some way that's how Mm -hmm. I was when I met Kieran because he was friends with Amel already and Amel has taste in friends she's so picky but also super extroverted and will like so the way that she made friends with Kieran was like she literally identified him from our whole (laughs) class and was like I want to be friends with this person and that's how she is with friends she's super intentional and picky so I was like okay if Amel likes him he must be at least a certain caliber of a person so I was like okay I'll be friends with him too (laughs) and here we are and here we are yeah, so that's one of my tips is to just find a mutual friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like um, Bethany and Krishna's friends, Lauren and Taylor, also listeners of the pod. And now me and Kieran's friends, I think. They came mm-hmm. um, this past Thursday because the, they're driving to California for Lauren's rotations. Um, so they stayed over at our place for a night. And we had a lot of fun. We actually had our other friends, Kevin and Amelia, come over too, just to like you know make it a party mm-hmm. and we like had dinner and just like hung out and um drank some beers and like ciders and stuff and it was a good night I think I they Lauren said they had fun hopefully they had fun we did like red box game we did some catholic marriage counseling questions <laughs> yes I told her about that <laughs> yeah it was it was fun it was a lot of fun so hopefully they had a good time but I was like yeah see like they're vetted by you and Krishna already and I knew that they would be cool so like I already felt relaxed and we've met them already once before in Philly but I just felt so much more relaxed with them versus like just new, random new people you know mm-hmm. yeah so like if you guys we can just make a network of mutual friends like if yeah. you guys need some mutual friends in like say California or Texas or Chicago or like literally so many East Coast states, let me know because we have so many relatives, like literally so many. Yeah, and it'll be friends. called like the Tofu Network or something. Mm-hmm. And then you guys, if we go somewhere, we can let you know like, hey, we're moving here. Know anybody or know anybody who knows somebody? And it'll mm-hmm. be this intricate network of just tofu tofus friends and lovers so please tell me if there are any up. tofu friends in st louis hey, you literally nobody, nobody okay nobody i was just talking to sam last night and i was like sam what do i do i don't i'm i'm having so much trouble making friends and she recently um was on discord and there's like a subtle asian traits i don't know if you guys probably most of you guys know subtle asian traits it's just like a giant facebook group that blew up and it's like all asians um and they just like talk about asian stuff and asian memes and it's really funny anyway there's also a subtle asian dating 
um, like break off Facebook group and you can like auction off your friends or siblings on there to be dated. So like people will post photos um, of their person that they're auctioning and then write like a description of them, like hyping them up with like pros and cons and like where they live, their age or job, whatever. And they started doing that for like just dating, but now they also do it for friends. So Sam was going to put me on there. <laughs> yeah, like, that's so Sam, sad. do it. But, do it but also she was like, let me look through it and see if there's any already of people from St. Louis. There was literally nobody. And if there were, they were all like 19 or 18. I'm like, no, I can't hang out with like a literal 18 year old. Like I'm 27. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, okay, there's also like Soul Asian Traits Discord chat groups for different cities because she's in one for Boston and she's met a lot of people that way. And I like, it's like, that's so fun. Like, that's really that fun. Really cool. Um, and so she's moving to Philly soon. And she was like, I don't even think Philly has one. I was like, if Philly doesn't have one, St. Louis definitely does not have mm-hmm. one. Like, there's not enough people here to have a whole Discord group. And there's not. She looked for me. So I'm very sad. So literally anybody help (laughs) yeah I also think it's really good when you do find like at least one person that you kind of know in the new city and then you latch onto them a little bit and ask them to introduce you to more people because Mm -hmm. especially if they're kind of more of a native there or they've been there longer than you have hopefully Mm -hmm. they have friends and you can become friends with their friends and yeah just like keep the keep the line going but yeah this is how desperate I was for friends in college I really so desperate friend bumble when there was oh my, nobody i'm on it on friend bumble i'm on friend bumble okay well i didn't see you on friend bumble because we're so far away but there was one person on friend literally i could swipe on one person so it's like <laughs> like no on one was screen. on there yet it was like brand new <laughs> yeah it was me and this other girl then i messaged this other girl and then she never got back to me and then i was like so clearly oh, you're not as desperate for friends as i am no, like, fine. I'm so, I'm currently on friend Bumble, but it gives me, like, it's so triggering from, like, when I was on Bumble for dating. It's so, like, I hate it. It's still better than dating because it's all girls and, like, we chat about, like, astrology and stuff. But, like, I just feel weird to, like, make the next step of, like, hey, let's go get coffee. Like, it's just so weird. It Why is, really is it so weird? weird? So, please send your tips to us because clearly we still have no idea what's going on. Yeah, specifically for like out of work friends, because I do have a lot of friends mm-hmm. in work because I literally see them all the time. Like today at 10, I'm actually going to an animal shelter with one of my co-residents because I'm trying to get a cat, you guys. And he has a cat. So um, I was like, can you come with me? Because I don't know like what to look for and like, you know, cat signs and stuff. Yes, and he was like, okay, it. so we're going at 10. I'm so excited. I'm um, so his so name so is Patrick. You. He's a listener of the pod. Hi, Patrick. Thanks for coming with me to the animal shelter. Yeah, and I think like you can definitely transfer your work friends into friend friends because I do yeah, that I'm, a lot. Yeah, I'm for trying to transfer. I'm trying to transfer Patrick. So, like, Patrick, if you listen to this episode, I'm trying to transfer you. Yeah, and I think most people, if you're work friends, you like really get along, and you're like you don't talk about work at work. Yeah that much then you could probably transfer them I did that to like a lot of ey friends so yeah that's like specifically nice what i need i need friends who are not going to talk about work or medicine because i have so many doctor mm-hmm. friends and like i'm sick of it you guys i'm sick of I'm it i'm sick of it 
I'm sick. Like literally Lauren and Taylor were here and Taylor's not in medicine. He was sitting there and they were just talking on and on about medicine and me and Kevin's wife, Amelia, she's in plastic surgery and we hate talking about work outside of work. So we're like trying to steer the conversation, but Kieran and Kevin just like can't help themselves. And Taylor was there just like, what the hell is free air? (laughs) we have this whole hilarious conversation about free air so now taylor knows what free air is and he's gonna be a free air salesman so you know if any of y'all are looking for some free air hit up taylor yeah but um i loved lauren and taylor because like yeah lauren's like in med school and stuff but she's also kind of like you in a way where she doesn't need to talk about medicine all the time. I literally hate talking about it and i'm so sick and tired of people who talk about medicine all the time because every single time um, we all hang out like dad and Kieran and Krishna will just talk about medicine and I'm just like please help me survive this day this minute this second this literal second compose myself to not scream about how I don't want to hear about medicine anymore but thank god Krishna like rarely talks to me about it Lauren never talks to me about medicine and mm-hmm. I'm like you are such a good friend thank you bless you (laughs) yeah literally me too I will not talk about it with anyone if I can help it like I I would rather talk about literally anything else let's talk about slugs let's talk about literal slugs instead of medicine like please dear god (laughs) yeah there were a lot of slugs on the paddleboard that one day at the lake (laughs) they're really cute though I was surprised, but then one they was weren't actual slugs. They were snails. They were really oh. cute with little shells. And then Krishna like literally murdered it by like <laughs> drowning in the lake. He's so rude. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Okay. Next question. Yeah. Oh my god, there's so many questions. Are we gonna make through it? We've been just blabbing on forever. Okay, let's do a rapid okay, fire. How about that? Okay, rapid fire. I I'm not seeing the questions because I'm in the Evernote. I've been refreshing it, but like I'm not seeing the questions. Oh, okay. So well, this is good then. F- you can you can go in blind and I'll rapid fire at you. Okay. But okay. if you need to think about it, just let me know and we can discuss. Okay. Okay. Um, can guys and girls actually be just friends? Yes, I think so. As long as you set boundaries. I agree. I think it's easier when you get older in college. Mm-hmm. Every guy just wants to get in your pants. But now my favorite guy friends are friends guy friends that are in relationships or married because then I can just like be free <laughs> yeah and also like introduce them to your significant other early on mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. establish like good boundaries as well little side note Bethany got hit on the other night oh and God, this ew. guy Bethany like was being nice and gave him her number because she didn't know that he was hitting on her until no, later I also when like he... don't get hit on that often because like I don't go places to get hit on so yeah and then do he... it he texted her and was like, so when are we hanging out or whatever? And she's yeah, he's like, what are you like, doing tomorrow night? And then like, she my was college- like, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> my college friends are in town. So, okay. The reason why he, he hit, was hitting on me is because like I was with Cashew and he was like, oh, we should like walk our dogs together. And I was like, oh, like, that sounds nice. I like having friends with my dogs. So then that's the only reason why I gave him his number. And then he like, when he walked away, he was like, uh-huh, just trying to get your number and I was like oh shit oh no and then he texted me and he's like oh what are you doing tomorrow night and I'm like it's like my college friends are here but I'm like my boyfriend's friends are visiting so I'm like it's literally the first thing you read in the sentence is my boyfriend and then he just goes and I was like so like we can't meet like our dogs can't meet and then 
he was like, oh, just like, let's forget about the dogs. Like, what about just me and you? Like, let's go get something to eat. And Kieran was like being my side guru because like, I don't (laughs) know how to deal with the situations. And he was like, no, you have to be so direct because this man will not stop bothering you. So I was like, Kieran was so funny. Kieran. And then he literally drafted me the sentences. That's something I would never, ever say. But Kieran's like, no, you have to. And I was like, you have to use these exact words. So I sent it and I was like, dude, I tried to let you down um, easy, easy, but I have a boyfriend and I'm not interested. Sent <laughs> it and I was like, oh my God, this is the meanest thing I've ever said in my life. But then he was like, wait, do I have to say dude? And Kieran was like, yes, if you say dude, it's like you're exerting, you're like empowering yourself and then putting him in a friend zone and also making it extremely casual, but direct. <laughs> He's like, you have yeah, to say and then dude. He just, so he replies, if anybody knows what this means, please DM me and let me know. He replied, S-C-H-M-T. Does anybody know what Schmidt means? Because I don't, and my sister doesn't, and obviously Kieran won't because he's like 50 years old. <laughs> and then he ripped, then the second text, he, sorry, Kieran, I really appreciate um, you helping me because clearly <laughs> yeah, you I just lost. trashed his <laughs> age when he literally saved you from this man. And then he he replies, your boyfriend shitty with an eye roll emoji. And then I was like, um, excuse me, you're shitty. And then Kieran was like saying the most hilarious things. He was like, be, be prepared for like kind of a mean reply because he clearly has low self-esteem and might take it out on you. And then he also goes, clearly this man has never homewrecked successfully before. <laughs> so funny yeah he was like kieran was like he has no game like his game is like literally so bad it's disre- disrespectful to bethany like she should crush his soul <laughs> yeah but anyways um so set boundaries if you want to be friends with someone of the opposite gender or someone who's like someone who would be attracted to you or you'd be attracted to them like in a maybe a single life situation but you just want to be friends just mm-hmm. make sure to enforce your boundaries and stick to them. Okay, next question. Next question. Can you ever be friends with an ex? Not that you have any experience with this. <laughs> no, but... But what do you think? I think you can if maybe it was like amicable parting and you both decide that you're better off not being together. Mm. That's you know? valid. Yeah. Yeah. If it's messy and stuff and like one person still has feelings, like obviously do not be friends. Yeah, but, like, how do you know if the other person has feelings? This could be a whole episode. Maybe we should do yeah. this a different Yeah, episode, okay. But next question. We should... Okay, next episode is going to be messy post-relationships with exes. Also, remind me that we have to talk about our book club episodes before we close this episode. Me too. Okay, next question. Um, are internet friends as good as in-real-life friends? Um. Yes, for sure. Jay, you can talk about this friends. one. We are quick... Okay, like really quick 10 second thing. I made some Twitter friends when I was really into Animal Crossing Twitter and they are some of the coolest people I've ever met in my life. Literally, what in the world? They are like the ones that I felt like opened my mind to like being more open to people who don't look similar to me or dress similar to me or do similar things to me because they're such cool people and I would have probably never been friends with them if it wasn't for the internet. Um and I'm so grateful that they are my friends and we chat like every once in a while, like either Instagram or Twitter. And it's just like so great. I love them. You know who you are. So 
shout out to them. Also, one of them is Avery and she supports the pod so much and it, it makes me so happy. Okay. Next question. Can best friends become a couple? Will a friendship last if you break up? I don't know why these are so relationshipy. This is supposed to be a friendship episode, you guys. What are these friendship questions? Episode only. <laughs> Skip. Okay, we can do that one in Why at a different episode. We can do that in a different episode. <laughs> oh, oh, this is a good one from Steffi. Um, what are the signs of a true friend? Oh, that's a good one. I'll give like maybe two things that I think are yeah, top maybe top two, top two things. Top two. Okay, I think. Well, obviously my number one is like they also give you things in this relationship like they show initiative towards you that's my number one and then number two is probably um I don't know I honestly like that just encompasses so many things like they'll like text you every so often to check up on you they'll like initiate hanging out and stuff like that that kind of thing that's it that's mine okay you um big one for me is loyalty like the person I always think of when anyone talks about loyalty is Sam Sam. she's literally been my BFF forever ever ever and I know she will always always without any hesitation be on my side in any argument unless I'm like literally I murdered somebody or like I did something illegal but like Sam will back me up a hundred percent of the time and there's like nothing that feels as good as knowing that you have a friend that is like that so I think loyalty like knowing that you have that security and that that friendship they will always be there for you no matter no matter what is one of the best feelings in the entire world because especially early in your life boyfriends romantic relationships will come and go but friends are gonna be there for you for the long haul Mm -hmm. so loyalty is something that's so important to me and then just like listening and growing with a person so another really good good friend of mine is grace um and we are very similar in that we kind of like lean depressed (laughs) so I think it's been really amazing to have her grow with me through our friendship kind of like having her to talk to about like mental health issues and just our emotions and working through them together with someone who thinks like me in a similar way like we are in the same wavelength like Sam is super loyal but we are in totally different wavelengths we're such different people so you need friends that are like from different camps you know so that you have people who understand totally what you're going through um and I love that about Grace like having somebody like that that you can really like they just get you they just understand how your mind works I think my second one is accountability not that I'm thinking about it someone Mm -hmm. who will like keep you in check like if you're being like a butthole like I hope that your friend will tell you because like Amy (laughs) yeah like I I would like it if my friend was telling me that I was a butthole, but then also be patient with me while I accept it. And then we can talk through it, discuss it, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I think someone to tell you that you're, you need to be a better friend or something like that. Or like, you yeah, just do exactly. something bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like how Amy like confronted me and was like, Hey, you're being like literally the shittiest friend. Um, but I'm willing to stick by you and let's work it out. Cause I want to be friends. And then we like worked through it together, you know? So that was really valuable, and I, I really appreciate that. Uh, all my friendies, I love you. 
Shout out to all my friendies. I have such good friends now. Frieds. Our frieds. <laughs> Maylee's boyfriend, Alex, asked me one day when I was hanging out with them because I was, like, talking. We were talking about, like, friendships and stuff. And he's like, oh, like, do you have any, like, one-way friendships now, really? And I'm, I thought about it and I was like, no. I think, like, all those people have been, like, cut out of my life. And now all the friends mm-hmm. that I have now are friends that, like, are so good and, like, so good to me. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had a one-way friendship, honestly. You're the one-way friend. Yeah, I'm a hoe like that. Yeah. Okay, next question. <laughs> um, I think that's all the questions. Okay, last question. Last question of the pod, and then we'll talk about book club. Uh-huh. What do you think about my friends, and what do I think about your friends? Oh, yeah, this question. Um, Well, like, in general, or, like, specific people because I don't want to like we should say in general yeah (laughs) as a trajectory Bethany's friends have much improved I feel like previously she did not know how to pick people who valued her time and energy and as her sister and as someone who has benefited from that time and energy for many years and have has learned to appreciate and like give back to Bethany I absolutely hate any friend of hers who takes advantage of her because that's how I was and I hate myself for doing that to her and so whenever I see any of her friends doing that I'm just like your goodbye to you like get out of here do not waste my sister's time like leave now or I will stab you so for any of Bethany's friends out there who are listening to this podcast, if you ever do that to her, I will literally kill you. <laughs> but if they're listening to this podcast, most likely they're not like that. Yeah. They're probably great. Yeah. So sh- so your friendships have evolved now to be very balanced. Like when I met Maylee, I was like, oh my God, what a sweet girl. Like she's so nice. And she's just as giving as you I feel and I'm just like so thankful that you have found friends now in your life that are like you and who will give back to you in that yeah, way like and like for sure yeah me- meeting like Taylor and Lauren I was like I'm really glad that you have them in your life too and I'm just like okay Bethany has finally learned how to like pick friends because really you're picking the worst people before oh my god yeah I hope that you meet Allie soon because Allie is a great friend um, okay, what do I think about your friends? I also think that <laughs> my sister has had whack people in her life because um, I'm not sure why, but she definitely has. But I think in general, I like most of her friends. I don't think there are friends that she has that I don't really like. Because obviously, like, I love Sam because she's basically, like, our the third sibling. I like Grace a lot as well because she's really cool and... She's just, like, really chill and is nice to me. I just don't like my sister's friends where they think that they are too cool to also be nice to me. Or maybe am I just projecting onto your significant others? Probably. You're for sure projecting onto my significant others because all of my friends friends are are also your friends, I feel. Yeah, like, I feel like I could probably text them like me and grace have a yearly tradition she hasn't done as much because maybe she's just like getting really good at gifts but she'll text me on the dot like around my sister's birthday and be like hey bethany what's on her list send me an item and i'll be like here grace here's the item um 
but yeah, I, I like most of my sister's friends. Like I like Amy and Anupa, like, because I also kind of grew up around them. Amy mm-hmm. used to be really scary to me because she was Robin's older sister. I'd be so terrified of her. Every single time me and Robin had sleepover, Amy would be like really stern looking and be like, go to sleep, munchkins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amy, go to sleep, munchkins. Did you say that, Amy? I'm gonna, this is gonna be like a quote. Put it in your bio, Amy. Go to sleep, munchkins. She's, but like, I really like Amy um, because I'm older now. I'm like, okay, Amy's not scary. She's just very fierce and she, like, is exactly what my sister said. Like, she's confrontational queen and she's not scared to tell people what's on her mind. She's so fierce. So I definitely admire that a lot. And I just think that, like, they are really good friends because I need, people to be a friend like that to my sister who call her out when she's being oh for sure yeah (laughs) a trash butt yeah so yeah all right let's talk about book club what is book okay book club is a thing that we're gonna start we're gonna finally read a book together because i'm going into an easy year of my residency and bethany is going to an easy time at her work and so we are going to read and maybe do like every other episode or so um or maybe like once a month episode of book club where we talk about the chapters that we've read so the first book that we picked is called crying in h mart i think it's who is it by michelle zoner i think probably you should have looked find this it up. if you look it up no other book uh, is called well, crying in h mart you will post it on the Instagram. But I know Anupa has this book already. Anupa is like my book queen. She got me this book the other day. I'm obsessed with it. It's called Good Talk by Mira Jacob. Anyways, um, if you guys want to read along with us, because we're going to have a couple episodes on each book that we read, hopefully this it won't be like a one and done type of situation. Um, but maybe like every other week or once a month, we'll have an we'll episode of the book. Yeah, so we'll that like you guys, guys can know, look so out for it. Along. Yeah, and we'll let you know like how many chapters we're gonna read and stuff. But um, we're gonna start in July. We're waiting for our books to get here, and then we have to like look at how long the chapters are and like split them up. So we'll let you know the schedule once we get the books. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we hope you're excited. We hope you'll want to read with us and listen to our thoughts. Um, and yeah, that's book club. Yeah, if you guys like our book club, then like send in recommendations of maybe books you are dying to read um we are starting a a little bit with like the asian american trend like different asian american books because obviously we want to support all the aapi creators out there so if you have any ones that you want to read or you really liked a certain book and you want to hear our thoughts about it like send in your suggestions whatever you have Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um yeah and i i think that's it for the episode today this was a good episode. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun to talk about all this stuff, but I feel like we could have branched out on a lot of different topics and do like more episodes on specific things too. So if there's anything that you guys like want to hear more about, let us know and we'll do f- another episode on it in the future. But for now, um, you can find us all over the internet at AB Tofu House as well as um, our email, abtofuhouse at gmail.com. Send us whatever you want to send us. Our inbox, our DMs, our everything is open to you guys. Um, Yeah, leave us a voicemail if you'd like. Link is in the show notes. Um, You can also support our podcast. The link is also in the show notes. We appreciate every single one of you listening to us every week. And 
Um, we come out every Wednesday at 6 a.m. CST for the time being, and we appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. We hope you have a really great rest of your week because we're recording on Saturday. I was going to say weekend, but you guys will be listening to this on Wednesday. So we hope you have a good rest of your week and we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.